0: It is time to tune up the band and walk the king's road once more as it is another episode of the Sweet Chinwag Podcast. I am Sam alongside Dan and Reardon as we continue our journey through the wacky world of professional wrestling. Hello chaps, it's another day, it's another bloody warm day in this country and we're recording again. Some say we would be absolutely mad for doing this but yet here we are still doing it. How are you?
1: We listen. This is what we do. This is what we do. And for I am. reason. Yeah, I am drinking water. That's how I'm doing. <laughs> that's all I'm doing.
0: For a second, I thought you were about to say I'm drinking beer. And that's, that's that's what. No, no,
2: no, no, no. Definitely not doing that. Uh, I like did. I said, my laptop is holding on for dear life. So
0: <laughs> I did. I did. I will say. I did have a a a a. a, a coffee frap this morning and that god that Ooh. hit the spot. God did that hit the spot with how it has been. Nice. Cause who cause who never at mind drinks hot coffee in the summer? Now there are those people that swear by
2: drinking hot drinks in hot weather that makes them cooler. No. I don't uh, believe okay, <laughs> that, could, that could be that could be proved by science and I still wouldn't do it.
0: I was gonna say the that Rom Burgundy
2: gif. I don't believe you. Yeah. <laughs> I reject your reality and substitute my, my own. <laughs> own.
0: <laughs> oh man, but apart from all of that, chaps been well?
1: Yeah. Tired, man. I'm tired, but I'm good. good. I'm been, the... on my,
0: been on my travels.
2: Nice. nice. Been on the uh the old go around of the old UK. <laughs> ah
0: yeah. uh, yes, I I I do remember that you were visiting uh compatriots. Of ours.
2: Yes, yeah, so I was seeing uh, friends of ours up
0: in Liverpool, so. I'll have to tell me how that went after we, after we were done here. Anyhow, we, oh, we give you this podcast thanks to those lovely people. I've read Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and forever pending other platforms.
1: You know, guys, some people walk the King's Road, but we walk pending road, because we are always pending, and we always,
0: always will be. (laughs) Just short of pending drive. Uh... God, you know what? Now I'm thinking about it, Reardon. How many roads in this country are named after kings and queens? Like, I, I, I can't, I can't even fathom the oh, name of Saint George's roads in this country. You,
1: you know, like, if it wasn't highly controversial for a number of reasons, I would say that we will see a like, uh, it like we've got the Elizabeth line, we've got the Victoria line. I legitimately think that were it not incredibly controversial, we would have a Diana line by the end of our lives. Like, mm.
0: like, mm. I honestly think that. I honestly, honestly do. You know that video of Sully? That, that meme video of him going, mm. that's what I'm doing right now. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And, and if I'm right, I'm right. And you, you t- heard it here first. I owe you a drink. Yeah.
2: <laughs> this is the thing I keep saying, though, because when you mention about how many of them are named after, like, King kings and queens or whatever and i'm just like it like so many places around me are just called like prince george's
0: how many roads in this country so many places are named station road right by a train station (laughs) there are so many roads in this country named station road that is right by a train london road london road is the big one (laughs) Anyway, I am veering way off track. Okay, <laughs> before we get into our main portion, which is our focus on one of the most important matches in all Japan Pro Wrestling, and indeed the chronology of King's Road, it is time to visit Dan for this week's wrestling news. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Wrestling news. I had Forch- to make sure that my microphone wasn't turned off. <laughs>
0: fortunately, fortunately, it won't be road-centric, I hope.
2: <laughs> uh, it won't be. Uh, meanwhile, I've just like, quickly gone to Google Maps, search every place called like Pending Road or something. Pending Some variation. Road. <laughs> um, uh, so to get into the main bulk of the news, we'll go over WWE, um, AEW, all of that um real quick uh just because we're kind of not like late to it but like obviously everyone said that everything that needs to be said there's nothing else i can say that really adds to the conversation here i do want to quickly talk about wrestle yes uh and basically just say what happened was an absolute shame Mm. but it is a testament to all the workers on that card that they were able to put on the show that as i was told did happen and was incredible they were all awesome. Um, it was great for um, In von Engeln to get the mo- to get his moment to come out as trans man, yeah, in front of an audience. Nice, nice. Um, as far as I know, every single every single worker on that card pulled out all the stops, um, and then uh, Aiden and Kid Bandit and many others were working tirelessly, like through the night, to make sure that people got home, got transport um and made sure that people got paid there were some people donating and just doing everything they could to make sure people got paid for it um if you couldn't love kid Banda anymore like basically the key the key parts of this are not everyone is cut out to do wrestling promotion yeah if you are going to do it let people help you yeah it is not a weakness to say that you need help
0: and I feel yeah. like a lot of people are going to be, re- uh, well, a lot of people will be dunking on uh, the pe- person in question, uh, Sally. Well, I
2: think the, I think the thing, I think the thing is right that there's a lot that has gone wrong here. Yeah,
0: monumentally yeah. wrong. But actually. the problem is
2: right is that in so much that people want to do like tweet dunks talking about. Other stuff related to that and related to Sally, which is a whole thing because it, like, people have, like, we found out about, like, who Sally's different accounts were. Mm -hmm. Let's just say there's some, there's some Twitter handles that are infamous in the wrestling Twitter community. Um, but so many people are using this as a thing to, like, stir up transphobic arguments, make transphobic statements. We don't want to be doing that. We can talk about the situation and what happened, but, like, don't let this become a thing about trying to discredit trans wrestlers or queer shows and promotions. It's not the time for people to be making, like, weird, broad comparisons. Yeah. That's what upset me the most about all that. Because then people have been like, oh, this is just like this, and this is just like this person. And, like, really, it's it's as much a lesson in, let's see... Not everyone should do things. Then if you are gonna do it, you know, you need to tread that line of professionalism and responsibility if you're gonna do it. Yeah. And just like don't, like, don't
0: just go, that don't, simple, don't,
2: don't don't go in don't go in over your head.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's just been
2: Oh, such a like I said every single person that has, that has been that was involved apparently said that it was like aside from the organization everything went about as good as it could have mm. if not exceptional compared to the organization yeah so let that be the focus rather than anything else
0: exactly exactly um it's just a massive shame because because yeah. with, with everything the card as well was. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. insanely good, as well, and it had all of the makings to be a really cool, a really cool tentpole event for for LGBTQ uh, wrestling, um, and it was, for all intents mm-hmm. and purposes, and from what I've heard, it was a really good show, all uh, all things considered. But just everything that had happened just kind of put a damp squib on everything, and that's putting it mildly. Um, yeah. especially because you know when you heard that people weren't getting paid people were stranded talent were actually stranded at the at the place at the uh, event as well um which absolutely sucks and so kind of just the the camaraderie of everyone as well making sure everyone managed to get home managed to get some semblance of a payment as well it's a great thing and it's um it shows mm-hmm. how kind of tight-knit and how close everyone is in 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 the community and in the space it shouldn't have yeah. happened, though. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> and I'll the thing. say this: it, it, it I feel incredibly it shouldn't have happened in the first place. Feel incredibly sympathetic and so sorry for Sally's mum, who's had to really yeah. pick up the pieces of all of this as well. From what I've heard in some several stories,
2: the the seeing the seeing the
0: stories and the statements man it it, it killed me <laughs> yeah it did it didn't then some but all i say is this in regards to sally no one i'd say quite rightly so people should speak out sally you needed a little bit more help and assistance as well in what you needed to do you're a terrific streamer but you need help when it comes, I guess, to doing promotions if you want to attempt to do something like this again. And for God's sake, don't bankrupt your mum whatever you do. Yeah. Yeah, that plan to run next year. Yeah,
2: nix that. Nix that and get leave someone... Leave that. Yes, leave to that to people. Get someone in to help.
0: Yes. And then worry about that. Anyway, should anyway. we to WWE? WWE, past couple of weeks, has been a very, very interesting beast, hasn't it? Because been... the problem is,
2: right... I haven't actually watched anything, but I've been told by people that do watch
0: it that it's improved. It's very it's a really interesting product. It's that it's it's become watchable, which is which is a miracle in today's day and age of WWE. Now, isn't necessarily oh. good. It's getting there. Of course, of course Hunter needs to kind of clear out the um the nonsense that he got inherited with. So it's going to take a while. I've still maintained what Bischoff said, that it's probably going to take him 60 to 90 days for that to happen. And I think he's get, I think he's on course to actually hit that uh, goal, if you ask me, Hunter. But honestly, yeah. Like, you see it even in the tiniest of things. Uh, Backstage promos now make a lot more sense. And ebb and flow ever so well together. Like one thing i appreciate hunter doing from a creative standpoint in that in that regard is make it not so consequential or incidental i should say that like people react to people backstage and it means something the location also means something of where they interact as you kind of, uh, one thing I really do appreciate is that you do have, there are a lot of things happening in the background of these promos that kind of bleed into stuff that happens later on in the show. And one thing I really appreciate Hunter's really doing now is that he's not cutting from one place to the other. They, like, promos backstage flow within one another. So, example, we had Sky. Bailey and Dakota Kai uh, approaching Asuka and Alexa, uh, Alexa Bliss, and then it bleeds into another section where the camera pans away from that, and it, oh, here comes AJ. He's coming into the ring for the next match. I like stuff like that. You know, that's that proper like it makes ruthless aggression era type stuff ebbs and flows so well together. It's, it makes sense for that. Um, the returns have been have been surprising. To say the least, and they keep coming with week by week. Of course, we had Dexter Loomis this week coming, uh, appearing appear out of nowhere in the crowd. Appearing out of nowhere in the crowd, doing the bug-eyed look that he's it's always facing. <laughs> um and of course we had Hit Row, uh Sans um swerve, uh returning. Um which I'm happy to see, because they've been never given a chance on the main roster. <laughs> <laughs> b fab especially i'm really glad that she's back um apart from that though it's it's the tiny things like that it's it's stories now making sense there's consequences and there's you know payoffs to even like the tiniest of matches nothing seems to re- be repeating itself too much Like there are some matches that have been repeating but there's a reason now for them repeating other than Oh, they're in a rivalry. Let's just keep rewinding and playing this back until the next event, and until we've got something to kind of carry the storyline, or to end it. That Vince Vince was so famous for. It's interesting, honestly. It's interesting to see that there's some cohesion now to, 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 to WWE's writing and week it's, by week it's just programming
2: isn't it amazing that like a story actually makes sense for once we finally <laughs>
1: reached the bare minimum ladies bare gentlemen and lovers
2: That's literally it we're seeing we're seeing the bare minimum and we're like oh you know what this this is pretty awesome
1: manna from heaven
0: honest to goodness <laughs> though i think you know give it a little bit more time hunter's probably going to be doing a lot more now in the creative process and he'll have his stamp on there anytime soon Um, The only news I've heard that is very, very, very concerning about WWE as a whole, in general, um, is that um, uh, yesterday, uh, or a couple of days ago actually, as a matter of fact, um, WWE had to axe two recordings of NXT UK in the BT Sport studios. Because oh, yeah. BT Sport were using that studio to record, of course, be, you know, the live broadcast of the Premier League. Now... Oh, yeah. I'm saying this This potentially may be the first nail in the coffin because a lot of the talent backstage at NXT UK are concerned. Very concerned. Well, it depends, though, because do you reckon this is the thing
2: of, like, BT just being like, well, it doesn't really matter. I reckon yeah. so.
1: Yeah,
2: like it's their thing of like, well, you know, because I can imagine for BT, it's probably not getting them that much.
1: No, it probably isn't. And it's like it's the and even if it's getting them quite a lot, it's not getting them the Premier League money, not even remotely, not not close. close. Nah, that just
2: isn't happening. I mean, I understand their cause for concern and well, i like th- the idea of them going for like recording at bt studio because that was what they just needed a place to do it exactly exactly but like, I, but like i guess with where they are now though they could afford to just move to a different venue or take it out on the road again <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't i
0: don't i don't think there's the worth in doing that though at this point we're, well well well, at this point, where they've succeeded in killing the United Kingdom independence scene, which they've done very successfully, if I say so myself. <laughs> but the other thing is, though, right? We say
2: that we were there, and we say that, and to, and like to a far extent, it is it is completely correct. But then again, like I would argue, if I had the option of going and seeing any show in the uk right now i'd infinitely rather go and see well i'd rather go and see progress before i'd go and see nxt uk true Um, very true
0: and the thing is right
2: i would argue tnt is probably better than nxt uk
0: right now absolutely i say that by the way (laughs) to anyone who's listening i am saying that tongue firmly in cheek like perception is that it's all but killed the the uk indies it's no, killed, but it's it killed the momentum has. it had, absolutely. But there are some... I mean, the UK indie scene, I still think, is actually a, is better off in this position, especially considering what happened two years ago. Yeah. If you ask, that's just my honest opinion. <laughs> but there we go. Uh, so that's the only thing that's really concerning at the moment about WWE. Um, if it does happen, um, it happens. I think... You have a talent roster there, full of people that could easily go into um, the main shows or NXT. Uh, if you ask me, uh, what to do with it's the United WWE, Kingdom it's championship It's WWE's next
2: plan to just kill to kill the British Indies by then just releasing a bunch of free agents into it.
0: Exactly, exactly. Uh, what you do with the UK championship? God knows at this point if that happens. Uh, but we'll yeah, see. They're
2: doing. They're doing the weird. Tournament, which is like eight weeks behind, gosh, yeah. Oh, if of which I'm fairly sure, I'm fairly sure Tyler Bate is winning, so basically, we did all of that just to go back around to
0: square one, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what I will say though, is that under Triple H, it has a chance of surviving. If it were Vince, yeah, there ain't no way that was, surviving. I know, but the thing is
2: though, is it straight up Vince just didn't know that NXT UK existed,
0: exactly. Uh, AEW. A- um, quake at the lake. Very good show, if you mm-hmm. ask me. Uh, both uh both dynamite and rampage. Very good shows this week.
2: Um, I
0: personally very much liked um the uh, Brody King match, just because it's Brody King. I yes, I one hundred percent agree on that one. Uh, Ricky Starks also putting on a star making performance, even though it mm-hmm. was just a two minute match. I love the fact that the whole crowd now loves Ricky Starks, which again I Correct. think was just a general consensus that everybody loved Ricky Starks, and everyone's going, "Look, Tony, can you just strap the fucking rocket to Ricky Starks, please? Because he is your he is your Dwayne Johnson,
2: Everyone and you're the only the best, person please. who
0: can't see that." <laughs> now I think the thing is, is
2: that right now AEW is kind of stuck in the situation, you know, where you like if we say they can't you can't see the forest for the trees. Yeah. Just because they're too they're too focused on like the big picture. Mm-hmm. That they're not thinking about like the actual moment to moment. Because there's like the whole there's like the whole thing of um like obviously they've got Mo- Moxley versus CM Punk, which is the
0: biggest match they can put on right now. Oh, absolutely. Oh, like, so terrific main event. Oh yeah. Terrific main event. One of Jericho's Best in AUW, if you ask me. Consider
2: uh, the it, following. Consider the following, though. It's one of Jericho's best because Jericho actually had to adapt. He also like, came actually, back as Lionheart, for-
0: Chris Jericho. I say that adds a nah, lot but it to it actually, well. for- it actually forced him to do something. <laughs> also, yes, I agree. Like, if everyone on the internet, the consensus is Jericho saw my intro to Joseph's video and realized, my god, I used to be fucking cool.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> I choose to believe that. Honestly, yeah,
1: I know that. Tra- that tracks to me. I hear, I that. Yeah, that, that, you that
2: technically influenced influence the wrestling world.
1: <laughs> we influence the wrestling world every Absolutely day, does. baby. That,
2: that is technically true, anyway, because you did the video that then CM Punk watched. Yeah,
0: yeah well, that's true. So you know, no biggie. So, I'm just influencing AEW. There you no. Go. no biggie. <laughs> we're just we're just we're just we're just booking aew at this point chaps basically yeah <laughs> good very good rampage as well mostly because of the very good promo involving uh daniel garcia and brian danielson which sets up the yeah. two out of three fools match next week's dynamite still blows my mind that we're getting a game of thrones endorsed aew dynamite but you know this is the world we live in people this was the thing i said right because i was confused about it and someone was like oh
2: why not and i was just like where in my head game of thrones has died a cultural death yeah like no one wants to be associated with game of thrones is it like they're doing like another series or something yeah they're
1: doing they're doing uh the, the prequel house of the Dragon.
0: And it only it's makes right. sense that in the main event you get the the American Dragon versus the Dragon Slayer. They're the two out of three falls. Like it, it's a, it's a, it's appropriate, <laughs> but it's also like the whole thing of the
2: the barbed wire shark cage death match Shark Week. Yes. Shark Week. Although like, I did today, un- un- I'll, t- I'll, I'll let that one slide. I understand
0: it, but also like what's going on right now i'll let that one slide purely for the visual of angelo parker managing to escape the shark cage without actually unlocking the lock and actually squeezing through the bars (laughs) um great great promo from the pair of them as as brian was kind of almost almost was ended up being like daniel garcia's dad when he said no look at me look at me yeah that was awesome. I love that. I appreciate it. if it means. Look, I'll say this. If it just means that Garcia can be part of Blackpool Combat Club, please, can we just make that happen? I don't care. Surely if that's. Has... Surely that's the route, though, right? It's got to be. It's got to be. Look, I love Stokeley Hathaway as well, being a manager for Lee Moriarty. But at some point, I'm like, come on, just bring. Come on, look. The 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 goal was to have all three of them at B- in BCC. So can we just make it happen, please? <laughs>
2: i'm also hoping hoping that now he's back um it can kind of free up danielson a little bit more to do more stuff
0: exactly exactly but yeah we got it we got cm punk returning awesome so cool great ovation as well for punk returning and that Mm -hmm. sets up of course i guess the eventual match for all what will be i guess for all out which will be mox versus punk i agree with what mex said when he was on with gg yeah. Um, that I think Mox should keep the title at this point uh, if they're going to face it all out, unless you make Punk win and then make him heal. Because here's the thing. Mox is well on track to be wrestler of the year, in my opinion. Again, stellar year as, as a champion. <laughs> it seems like when you give him the world championship, Mox just takes the ball and runs with it. It happened in 2020, it's happening again this year. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
2: I don't I'm not mad at the idea of Hugh Punk as champion. It makes sense. Yeah. And then obviously the thing is you set up the next person to defeat him, which hey, Ricky Starks is
0: face now, right? <laughs> so <laughs> Look, I'm looking forward to the match between him and Hobbs at all out. I think it's going to be an yeah. absolute barnstormer of a match um i can't wait for that one so if that's the star making performance for the pair of them and then come on look we look we've made it abundantly clear on this podcast we are huge ricky, ricky stark stands. so <laughs> it goes without saying it goes without saying that one but no um again just everything seems to be running smooth you know like wwe's now kicked up a gear it's now you know uh, under the two, under the creative mind of Triple H, it's going well. AEW, I will say, you know, I I have said it's losing, it's 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 in a lull period at the moment. If you ask me, AEW, it's lost a little bit of the oomph it once had. But yeah, again, yeah. that's only you can't be like 100 whole all of the time. Otherwise, the company will burn out very quickly. <laughs> but um, I'm hoping with All Out coming up that it picks up. I'm hoping and praying to God that look, Tony. I keep saying it. I know he doesn't listen, but I keep saying it. If you don't meet Jun Akiyama versus Eddie Kingston at all out, you are really dropping the ball on that event.
2: Well, this is the thing, though, right? We said with Takeshita going back to DDT. Yeah, like surely they've got they've got to send someone over there that isn't Michael Nakazawa.
0: <laughs> true, true. It's got to be Eddie. Come on, I like come on. You got to make it Eddie. Uh, but yeah, that's that's pretty much everything in the world of wrestling at the moment um, that I can think yeah. of. Uh, what about you? Fer? Is there anything else, Dan?
2: I mean, there was also and Five Star GP. Yes, I have yet to catch like any of it that isn't like a like isn't like a gif. <laughs> so I still need to catch up like fully on it um and then obviously said ddt have a show coming up soon noah's got the n1 coming up soon as well oh we've got believe the hype uh, t- uh today uh, as well and also dpw believe the hype so super excited for that <laughs> um yeah i think that i think that's the most of it right now
0: nice nice okay let us go over and visit Reardon on uh on recommendation uh corner it's <laughs> just short of pending drive Uh, Rude, what have you got for us this week so you can make me stop doing this shit yes, okay Uh, I have two
1: recommendations because we missed a week so, guys how do you feel about the Predator and also Jordan Peele being back on his bullshit
2: absolutely brilliant is the answer yes, especially for Jordan Peele being back on your shit
1: well, you guys are in luck uh this is your public service an- announcement that prey absolutely slaps. Good. Which is
0: surprising that we're getting a great predator film. <laughs> you know, you know In right? The, the year 2022.
1: It. It, 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 it took them it took them some time, but they did it and it's wonderful. You get it's a beautiful, you know, depiction of Comanche culture and then the predator shows up and starts right. bodying people left and right and it is Fantastic! Yeah. It is. It's exactly. It is exactly what you want. It's uh, so good. Uh, uh, the fight yeah. scenes are so great. Um, for those of you who like, I, I everyone, all all three of us here are are, are big fans of Predator. I'm i I assume. Yeah, I assume we are all big uh, fans. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, it, very interesting stuff with um, not in terms of the law, but characterization of the predator, as this predator seems to be a little more of a. Like, like he's quite the dick. Yeah. Like, like, like the Predator's always been a dick. Everyone forgets that the Predator is a dick because he's cool looking, but he is an actual prick.
0: The first film yes. is a perfect example of, of a Predator being a right dick.
1: Yeah, and also the second. And a sidebar: Predator Two is actually Predator Two is a good movie, and I will hear no bad talk about it. Danny Glover's it's fantastic a good in movie. that film it's a great it's a good movie i i don't understand but yeah no so prey, really good every all the performances really good uh a little tip um for for the uk people uh it's in disney plus you want to you have to watch it on
2: Uh, i'm very uh, i'm very my favorite place to watch the predator So I, strange, know, I know i know seen, i know have you seen that thing where apparently disney plus have picked up the the license for one of like the, the movie versions of one of the movie adaptations or things for bleach yes i didn't hear that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is disney plus picks up the license for it that's disconcerting
1: as hell but yeah so yeah if you want to watch it um do, yeah, you have to watch it um, via Disney Plus in the UK. Also, um, a little tip: if you go down, if you like look down, there is the Comanche version. I watched the Comanche version where it was where it was dubbed in the Comanche language. It's the first movie I think that does this. Mm. So, if you if you want the true Comanche versus the Predator experience, go down and look for the Comanche version.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Great. Great. Right. Secondly, Nope is out. Oh, and it's yeah. great.
0: Nope is so good. <laughs> but did you see it? I have seen it.
1: Oh wow, yeah. Nope is officially out in the UK. There's a big delay by like a month for us. I, it's, yeah, it's amazing. yeah, it's amazing that I haven't been spoiled, frankly.
0: Same. Same. Um and I'm glad I wasn't, because honestly, whoo, I, I I I like I like uh, I like films that in their promotional material don't go out of their way to kind of tell you the the, the plot synopsis in one big trailer. Uh, I feel like yeah. I really feel like Jordan Peele really doubles down on saying, "Look, I'll give you breadcrumbs, but I'm not telling you what's really happening here."
1: Actually, well, actually, um, third and final trailer apparently gave a lot of the plot, which is gla- I'm glad I didn't see it. Same. So, yeah it is um it's it's strangely enough the most straightforward mm. jordan peele movie so far yeah and it's a it
2: feeling though with jordan peele that he's basically just been there and been like all right i've done like two where there's been a message which has clearly been missed
0: <laughs> yeah no yeah exactly
2: <laughs> i'm gonna make this one as on the nose as possible it's not even like on the nose per se in terms of like what I'm,
1: I'm. Dude, no spoiling. Once you get like what's going on, the movie's kind of the movie basically looks then the eye and kind of goes, "No, that's it." Literally, that this is the movie. Good the, joy. This this is what the movie's about. And you kind of go, "Oh, okay, cool." And then you watch it, and it's really cool.
0: Daniel Kaluuya again on on amazing. He's a really good actor, isn't he? Daniel oh, Kaluuya? good in the straight,
2: straight up, right? The Daniel Kaluuya Jordan Peele connection is like gonna be the next modern film super pairing. Yeah, you
1: know, I am so like glad that I got to like st- I got to like see see his big like really beginning in Fifteen Million Merits because mm, that yeah. that was the that was the you know that was the role that really put him on the map. Yeah. And- He's so good in this movie for a number of reasons.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Also, but, great surprise of seeing the one and only Keith David. Yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah!
1: Yeah! Yeah! Uh, We've spoiled this. Keith David's in this movie. Yeah,
0: he's great. <laughs> he's, he is <laughs> on great form as always. Because it's Shout Keith
1: David. Keith David, if you are somehow listening to this podcast, I hope you're having a
0: good day. And I, you're hope, I still hope you're reliving the fight scene you had with Roddy Piper in they Live
1: <laughs> We really should do a like little thing on Day Live at one point. Yes,
0: we will. It. Yes. you yeah. absolutely have to do a review yeah. of Day Live.
1: But, yeah, but those are my those are my two recommendations. It's a good time at the movies right now. Go watch Nope. Go watch Prey if you haven't. Like if you if like if you if you've got it, if you can stream, watch 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 Prey.
0: Yes, absolutely. freaking Oh, uh, alright, with all of that, chaps, it is time to get on to, I guess you could say, our part two to our guide of All Japan Pro Wrestling with this. Our very first Match Focus episode, where we just focus on one singular match. And we just, talk, we do our usual view and just, you know, shoot the breeze and talk about it. And what a match we've picked from the 5th of June, 1989. Jumbo Shiruta defends the Triple Crown Championship against Ginichiro Tenryu. So, first question I've got to ask is for Reardon. Were you excited to watch this match after, you know, when we planned all of this in advance?
1: I was very excited. Thank you. you. (laughs) I'm very excited by that motorcycle going off.
0: (laughs) Ring, ring. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Uh, I was definitely interested Definitely interested to see what what the old school was
0: like. <laughs> Dan, were you excited to re-watch this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> As was I. I. Was. As was I. So uh, before we get into the meat and potatoes of this match, a little context going into this. Just a kind of little brief one before we get into it. So, of course, Tenryu and Saruta, the two biggest stars of Giant Baba's All Japan Pro Wrestling in the 1980s. Both of them, at this point, had spent years actually working with Barber. uh, sorry, Saruta, at this point, was there since the very beginning of the promotion and ended up being, of course, the ace of all Japan. On April 5th, 1989, Saruta managed to combine the company's three top titles. The PWF World Heavyweight Championship, the NWA United National Championship, and the NWA International heavyweight championship to form a brand new title, the Triple Crown heavyweight championship. Now of course that meant of with being the triple crown, this meant that whoever held the titles also holds three belts at the same time and I still think it's an iconic look for all Japan <laughs> if you ask me. Yeah, but think about the source that comes with having three individual belts. Yes. The logistical nightmare as well of having to hold the Triple Crown trophy as well, which is a ginormous fucking trophy. <laughs> I mean, it puts the Stanley Cup to shame.
2: <laughs> I, think, I think that's the thing, though, right? Because if we're talking in a wrestling sense, like it's obviously all about the spectacle. Yes. What's a bigger spectacle than having someone a literal massive trophy <laughs> on top of three belts? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm sure getting it around places was a nightmare, but, like...
0: Mm. I can't imagine. I can't imagine having to fit that into the, like the um, into the as you carry on is a giant. I'm, trophy. I'm just saying.
2: I don't think you can lose that at the airport. And if someone <laughs> tries to steal it, it's going to be a lot more difficult.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> true, true. So two days after Jumbo uh, unified all three titles to to be crowned the inaugural Triple Crown champion, Tenryu wins a match to become number one contender. For that Triple Crown Championship, which leads us to June of 1989. From the Budokan in (laughs) Japan is the main event of the, I think it was the All Japan Power Series of 1989. Jumbo Sharuda versus Genichiro Tenryu. So, first thing of denoting is the crowd at Budokan are hyped as anything for this match. They, they are, are like so so hyped, which is again. Does this, does I this can't... let me get to my
2: first thing, which is we need more streamers in wrestling, and by streamers I mean the things that you throw. Yes,
0: yes. yes. Do you want it to know is. fun fun's little story I heard about streamers uh, and the reason for streamers? Would you like to know this? It's just a little offshoot. It's all and guess what? I hate to say this. It's all about capitalism. <laughs>
2: We I, I was
0: back around I,
1: I mean, I, I was going to mention it, but you can go and say it, please.
0: So what it was, right, it was a way, of course, you know, for a crowd, crowd participation for, you know, introducing a wrestler, but it was actually pitched to uh, Japanese companies by a hoover company, a vacuum company, as a way of saying, hey, throw these in the ring and we can show you how quickly we could hoover up these streamers. <laughs>
1: wait wait wouldn't the okay so now I've got further questions are these like the bag type hoovers yes okay because I'm like wouldn't that just get like logged eventually but if it's a bag type then yeah I guess it would be fine
2: That is. Yeah, but what I love though right, is that it's not even the fabric companies that are doing it, it's the vacuum cleaner companies <laughs> yeah. like
1: they are literally, we are, this is almost like a false flag operation yes <laughs>
0: is, this,
2: is this collusion between big fabric and big vacuum cleaner? I, I, I mean my other podcast says yes
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So yes, everyone—the whole like the Budokan of hype—is anything chanting. This is very uncommon for Japanese crowds. Yeah, uh, professional it's destiny.
1: it's weird as hell to hear these. That's I was listening, stupid. listening in, and they'd like these crowds are like, this is like a, a modern day hype as hell crowd. Yes, what like, is going on? Everyone
2: is like, everyone is up for it. Also, slight observation to this while they were doing it—they're doing the introductions. Hello, young Toshiaki Kawada. Yes,
0: <laughs> in the corner of uh, of, uh, of What 10 I love years. is
2: that seeing him there at that time, he looked exactly the same. <laughs>
0: yes, he he really is he never. And all aged. that says to
2: me is that in the entire time from 1989 <laughs> to 2001, that man did not age like basically a single
0: step. He just kind of got like a couple wrinkles. I generally wow. think he made he lost his teeth in exchange for youthfulness. I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> also, can I just say, as Tenryu made his way to the ring, there is a lost art to a good ring jacket, if you ask me. Yeah. Yeah, they look tight. That's a tight fit, man. The Revolution jacket and the Olympic yeah, jacket the Jumbo wears.
2: I was gonna say both of them had it had it like absolute well, absolutely on it.
1: Yeah, they both look.
0: There is something just great. about all Japan in the early, like late eighties, early nineties, and everyone coming out to absolutely outstanding ring jackets.
2: Gotta look good. You gotta look good. Awesome man, Jumbo. Also, the it.
0: music. Oh. The music is a very different vibe. Yes. Yeah, I love. See, so, here's the thing. I'm going to say this right. I just love Jumbo's theme song so much. <laughs> He is a gosh damn star, and he comes out to that with a massive ovation from the Budokan as the Triple Crown champion. And I just again, I just I just love Jumbo's theme for some reason. It's it's not it's an unconventional wrestling theme, but it suits him so much.
2: <laughs>
0: now question i have to pose to you two really especially thoughts on like the japanese opening ceremony to matches like the the, the 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 readout of the ceremony from the commission the flower giving the streamers the, the whole works of an opening ceremony to a match
1: yeah <laughs> That was very interesting for me to watch, um, especially the, I think it was especially like the flowers <laughs> yeah. that got me, because like these guys are like, like it's always interesting seeing like that. You can watch like the changing of like what is a good like body, like mm. a good wrestling body, and what differences in like in terms of like errors, because these two dudes are just. Blocks of men, yes. both of them, both of them are just literal like blocks, no frills, nothing cut. Just
2: this is, this is the thing, right? Because American wrestling was like, yeah, we was like you need the muscles, mm. this thing. Because remember in mind, this is '89, so like we're talking like prime in the middle of like Hulkamania, yeah. dude. Yeah, we're like, yeah. right in the middle of like Hulkamania. Oh well, yeah, we're in the right. middle, aren't we? Right in the middle. Yep. Well,
1: we're t- yeah. we're definitely it's definitely a thing.
2: <laughs> right? So you got like Kogan, uh, Savage, Rick Rude, and all of that. Mm. And like, obviously, they're like, oh, if you have like amateur wrestling experience, come bring that in. You can use some of that. Meanwhile, they're just like, now nah, we want the guy who competed at the Olympics. We don't give a crap what you look like. Yeah. Just as long as you can throw someone about real easy. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. Literally, that is all that matters here. So if those guys getting like these massive bouquets,
0: <laughs> and, it, and it's also like, what? What do you? What do they do with it? Like, they're certainly not putting just... it in a vase right by ringside. Yeah, that's damn... <laughs> yeah,
1: that's what I'm like wondering. Like, okay, they've been given these these flowers. Cool. What what happens to them afterwards?
2: You got to do the Shibata moment and just throw them away into yeah. the audience. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh so i i love i love the presentation on it just because it feels so aggressively formal yeah but like it in it it feels formal in like a good way this is this is like the championship match of an organization it feels like the fa cup final (laughs) it really does yeah it really does where they have they have like a whole procession to the ring and they get given flowers, and then like the the commissioner has like a readout, and then the announcer introduces their names.
1: Yeah, and this, and also I think what what makes that is like all the salarymen going hyper. Yes, as well. <laughs>
0: it's the, yes, I love oh. it. You see ringside, you see all of the Japanese salarymen just yeah. coming out, just from
1: like works work, like literally still in their work suit suits, going nuts over this although i will say i had i will say i had this moment of dread looking at them look knowing that this is 89 yeah and so it's like oh no in like five years the lost generation is gonna happen like the lost decade is gonna, I'm, I'm, like it's we're right at the eve of that happening yeah and i'm so i'm just looking at this like oh oh this is
2: Mm. Like, it's like historical. An interesting, context. An, inter- it is. an interesting vision into Japanese
0: decadence. Yes.
2: Yes. That's definitely the that's economic
0: the upturn of Japan, like condensed in this one evening. <laughs> hey, just remember also, like two. Let's just say as well. All right?
2: Let's just say as well, real quick. The Budokan is. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a very intimate venue, but like again, in a good
0: way. Exactly, exactly. Um, a couple of years later, of course, the New Japan would be there and be banned from the Budokan because of <laughs> Anoki losing to Vader for the IWGP title, <laughs> and so and everyone got so angry that they lit their chairs on fire and threw them in the ring. Good God. That's how you work a Japanese crowd. Get the gaijin to absolutely kill your icon. That's... Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, So, as both men square up to each other in the ring, Jumbo goes and extends a handshake as a show of respect. But Tenryu is like... Nah, I'm not having that <laughs> As a complete show of disrespect towards Tenryu. Uh sorry, towards Jumbo. And we are off to the races as the as both men are are not wasting any time.
2: <laughs> you know the phrase no wasted motion. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's real. They start and they're just like They nah, are you slapping gotta and die. elbowing one another
0: <laughs> to immediately start this match. So as Jumbo sends Tenryu off the ropes, goes for his patented jumping knee, but Tenryu manages to counter that into a huge German suplex for a, for, for just a two, as Jumbo jumps right back up and starts going, hey, you just dumped me on my fucking head, right? Let me just say,
2: <laughs> the Ger- the German is beautiful. Yeah, Tenryu's wrestling like he has a point to prove. Yeah. And he's just like, nah, I'm going to let you know. <laughs> <laughs> like That
0: German is a thing of bloody beauty, that is.
2: Yeah, and, and one
1: of the few, like, it, I really, I really want to know, like, what the um, if you guys know, please let me know. I'm saying no a lot, um, like <laughs> the the cross, um, like the cross cultural exchange between like Brit wrest and Japanese wrestling because this match really gave off Brit rest energy. I
2: well,
0: mean, there were definitely British wrestlers that went over. Mm. As you know, your one of your close family relatives was part of the part of New Japan right at the beginning.
2: Um, yeah, that's true. Because you had you obviously had that, and then obviously you had people going there by way of Canada. Yes. Because so then you had like the,
0: like the, the Dynamite
2: Kid, Davey Boy Smith. Mm. Um. Oh, what was the guy's name? Is the one that I also Mark Rocco. In and uh was it billy robinson billy robinson yeah yeah so there were a lot of british presses that did end up going over to japan for like
0: some amount of time uh. yeah so it, it's pretty rich actually when you when you really when you really do sit down and think about it it's, uh the british influence over in, uh, in japan is quite rich especially from it's Billy either. robinson of all people as well
1: yeah yeah, I can. Yeah, because you can definitely see that whole nah, nah, nah. If we're lifting you up, it's a big deal.
0: Yes, exactly. I mean, uh, the man's name is Jumbo. J- yeah, sure. <laughs> <True. laughs> Excellent point. So, speaking of Jumbo, he manages to see, uh, sink in a deep side headlock as the Japanese crowd are still uncharacteristically chanting for this match, and they don't let up for exactly the thirty minutes. For that side headlock.
1: It just they just want this match to happen so badly.
0: So that uh, Tenryu manages to send Jumbo to the corner, hits him with a couple of chops, and Jumbo sees that, decides to bulldog Tenryu's head into the ground.
1: Yeah, oh, that was a beautiful bulldog. As someone who loves a good bulldog,
0: it's <laughs> all <laughs> it's just like
2: so much of this match feels like a thing of like Tenryu being like nah, I'm making a statement here and <laughs> Jumbo's like, yeah, I bet you are right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, so I hilarious. will say I will say, all of the chops were like weird for me and someone who has been trained to hear woo at the end of it yeah. every yeah. time. So, just hearing like the just the chops and people just watching the chops go off, I'm like this, this seems odd.
2: Something's missing here. Yes.
0: <laughs> bloody fucking conditioned by ruthless aggression era wrestling. Uh, <laughs> so, blame the fans, but I, I, for what as well. But no, Cobra Clutch from Jumbo has Tenryu back on the ground and with an added knee to his back. Oh, it does look painful <laughs> to be in that. Yes. So Jumbo seems to have an answer to Tenryu's offerings in the uh, beginning of this match as the crowd are still willing Tenryu on. But Tenryu does manage to do dodge two running chops. And managed to block an E from Jumbo, but not the giant boot.
2: But I think it's the thing that's worth saying about this, and I guess just his entire body of work, but it always feels like everything that Saruta does has like a sense of purpose.
0: Yes. Speaking of which, good lord the axe handles from Jumbo sound vicious. Yes. Like, we're talking about the chops yeah. from Tenryu. Ho! Ho, 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 Jumbo's not holding back on those axe handles. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I, I
1: mean to end you.
0: <laughs> and your spine, come in! <laughs> so Jumbo and Tenryu both spill outside as Jumbo throws him into the guardrail and back into the ring. Ryu though, has finally had enough of Jumbo's crap and Lariat's Jumbo out of the ring. Let me just say, this is a huge Lariat. (laughs) Yes. He then decides that that isn't enough and decides to go, yo, you know what? No, I'm jumping over. and I'm going to throw myself at Jumbo. I thought it was great. It had a really nice, smooth roll over the ropes to it. Yes. That's that time in
2: Mexico. (laughs) That's so freaking lovely. I loved that. No, it's so awesome. And like, I'll admit, it's less of a crossbody and more just, I'm going to fling my body at you. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah uh, what? It's, like, it works.
1: It, it's crossbody to across your body.
0: Yes, that is, that's what I've always appreciated about Japanese wrestlers, is that I'm not going to make it look like elegant. I'm just going to be like, I'm going to jump and launch myself. If but I, if I, I myself, land myself at you, you have to
2: fall over, whether yes. or not that's a work or
0: not. Yes, yeah. Yeah, see, we have great Sasuke and Kenny Omega's beautiful planches, like flipping off the top rope with such no, grace I and elegance. <laughs> Bunda. <Bon> nah. <that. laughs> nah, I want I want Tenryu just being like, bollocks to it. <laughs> so So with both men back in the ring, Tenryu begins chopping him and locks in a deep leg lock. A deep old leg lock. Uh, and it stays on for quite a while though but as, mm-hmm. as 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 tenryu decides to go you know what i, I tell you what will really fuck jumbo up just closed fists to your knee jumbo yeah. <laughs> and you know what i'm, I'm gonna do I'm sure gonna... tenryu just started shooting on him yeah and you know what I'm <laughs> just to make you feel even more uncomfortable, i'm gonna just twist your foot the other way the way it's not meant to be bent jumbo <laughs> He was like, "Ah, oh, that's all right. He competes at the Olympics. He can deal with it. Yeah, exactly. I tell you what, you can also deal with this Jumbo. Now in the mounted position to end this, he starts throwing bombs at Jumbo's head. <laughs> Let me just say, right, there's a line
2: between shoot and work and I don't know which part of this line it exists in. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> these, did...
0: these are some massive bombs and they just, they kind of seem to be hitting. <laughs> and, he, and he thinks to himself, no, nah, no, 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 I'm not going to stop there. I'll go to the corner and just, like, a big running fist drop and just start kiss soccer kicking him in the back. <laughs> but just for good measure. Ah, Japanese wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Jumbo's like, excuse me, Nani the fuck, what are you doing? And he goes, yeah, what? Well, I'm going to just do a belly to belly and throw you across the ring as a way of going. Let me I say, not like that, that.
2: belly to that belly was scary because he was just straight up, just like standing the entire time. Yes.
0: <laughs> like, it's actually terrifying to see. But that was only a two count. Because <laughs> in Giant Barbar's World of King's Road, some, a big move like that will only get you a two. <laughs> now, chaps, I don't know about you, but at this point, there is something quite menacing about Stan Hansen watching from ringside.
1: Yes, yes, thank you. I was still to test that guy. Okay. Something... Imagine being me. <laughs> right. Hang on, hang on a minute. Right, imagine being me. <laughs> <laughs> You're watching this match for the very first time. Like, and you, and like, there is no, like, like, the you don't speak Japanese, so you don't know the commentary, you don't really know the style too well. But I'm just watching it fully, like, engrossed in, like, this is this is this match at this time. And then the camera cuts to this cowboy looking motherfucker <laughs> staring. Dead at the ring. handsome no, Not, not move. I don't think. I think if a fly landed on his eye, he wouldn't blink. Like, and I'm like, no, no, no. Who is this guy? So- what does he have to do with the proceedings?
2: So this is this is Stan Hansen. He is an American cowboy. As, as we as we
0: discussed on our last episode, we <laughs> yeah. all, you really know about Stan Hansen. Now you yeah, have he's, a full introduction. He's the to dude Stan who Hansen. just
2: throw, he's the dude that just throws his arm at people. My favorite thing about this. Is that admittedly I still have to like catch up on my old Japan. But the thing is, right, is the way that he's framed. It just makes it seem like he's ominously
0: watching the match. He absolutely is because he <laughs> like, was a he was an honorary member at this time of Tenryu's stable, the Revolution.
2: Yeah, but the thing is, though, is that the entire time he's there, it doesn't even look like he's supporting exactly. him. <laughs> he's exactly, he's just sitting there ominously. <laughs> I'm gonna larry at the winner of this match, and they he's don't. T- I'm not t- 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 He's, he's just looking like he's there, and he's just like, "Which one do I want to kill next?"
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, like any honest cowboy would say. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I I completely agree with you, Reading, That the entire time he's around there, he it's just it's. To be fair, Stan Hansen has, has a generally threatening aura. <laughs> yes. But the, yeah, way yeah. The, 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 the way he's there in during this match is even more ominous.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it looks like, like whoever wins is immediately going to get shot dead in the ring with a revolver. Yes. Like, just, just an unsettling energy about that guy.
2: <laughs> Though it does bring me to one other thing which I quite love about all Japan and Japanese wrestling of this time photographers around the ring <laughs> yes
0: yes that visual it's it's atmosphere i love that visual so much and it's something that is seriously lacking nowadays in wwe like they've had them ringside you'd see especially huge amounts of photographers at wrestlemania like but you, next to none now
2: i don't know i think it's just a thing that's really really cool to see and then, like seeing them move around the ring, yeah, yeah, to like get shots, but also like to then like move out of the way of things that are happening. It's quite cool to see. It is so. Cool. And of course, everyone's favorite thing in wrestling that has unfortunately died a death due to the advent of modern technology, which is big move happens, bunch of camera
0: flashes. Gone.
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. I mean, we talk about the visual at WrestleMania 17 of The Rock making his entrance and they have that, wide, that massive zoom out shot with all of the bulbs flashing at the same time. I miss that visual so, so much. Anyway, back to it. Yeah, but we've had Stan Hansen intimidate Reardon. We get back to the match. Jumbo finally hitting that flying knee, but only getting a two as Tenryu is not giving up, even when Jumbo is punching the life out of him jumbo attempts the power bomb but tenryu manages to fight out of it jumbo locking in the abdominal stretch to another round of boos from the crowd like very very uh, not very common for jumbo to be uh booed at this time Being for a of all Japan.
2: to be booing the abdominal stretch i know right that's like a favorite that's like second to the boston crab <laughs>
0: knife edge chops and headbutts from Tenryu have Jumbo reeling as he falls out of the ring oh Lariato from Tenryu only gets a two and we now, now start seeing open palm slaps from both men as Jumbo's elbow mm-hmm. rocks Tenryu and has him down in the court like Jumbo puts some extra mustard on that and I think that may oh, have yeah. rocks Tenryu but actually genuinely rocks Tenryu a bit <laughs> But you know what, Jumbo, you know, this is all Japan and Baba don't care. And Jumbo certainly doesn't care as he keeps the offense up. Yes, he's like, no, Giant Baba's there. I mean, also, Giant Baba's on commentary for this. Yes, and you know when Giant Baba speaks. (laughs) Yeah. Because he is the deep-voiced guy on commentary.
2: Yeah, his voice is very disconcerting, I will say. (laughs) But just, I love the idea right? that, like, that all of this is happening. It's just like open palm strikes right? just happening,
0: like flying around everywhere. And I just get the feeling that Jumbo was like, yes,
2: more, more, yes. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> Jumbo goes for his patented belly to back suplex. But again, Tenryu manages to power out of it. A jumping knee to the corner. And finally, Jumbo gets out. gets out with the belly to back suplex, but still only a two. A a Lariato from Jumbo, but Tenryu manages to get the foot on the rope for a one count. A jumping sit-out Lariato from Jumbo only gets the two, and he thinks, ah, I tell you what, I'll just bury his head into the ground again with another bulldog. (laughs) But still only a two, and the crowd now is 100%. If they weren't before, they certainly are now 100% behind Tenryu. At this point, my favourite thing is that my general vibe that I get from it
2: is is that Tenryu is that local man literally too angry to die. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's literally just full of so much annoyance at everything that's happening right now. He's like, nah, nah, I can't let him have this one. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, that is... Yeah, That is very true. A uh, Very true. We get a scoop slam and then a Brett's rope knee drop to Tenryu's head. Gets a two. As then Jumbo again gets to the ropes. Another Brett's rope knee drop. And again and again from Jumbo. And as the crowd are really booing him at this point. But still, Tenryu is managing to get the rope break and is not giving up an inch It just him. becomes
2: so much of that thing of like, what do I have to do now? Like,
0: what do I need to do? Well, you know what Jumbo does? Oh, he does a Fez press and then some. Yes. Re- oh, God. That Fez press was something. I'll tell you that. It had, a, it had an energy behind it. I mean, Austin's always has a really, like... Austin's is smooth as hell. Like, we can Austin's agree that... Austin's like, is, like, great for camera. This is, like... I, you almost, like believe it as like a move (laughs) yes i've always felt like randy Orton's always looks like he's mounting his opponent i mean yeah that's kind of what the purpose is for yes but here it's like jumbo's like i I tell you what no 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 you know what fuck you i'm gonna gonna,
2: i'm gonna just sit on your chest
0: i've got a belly flop and sit straight on your chest but though tenryu coming out with that ever iconic fighting spirit is fighting to stay in this match, as Jumbo is wailing on him. He hits one more belly to back, Tenryu lands, this time square on his head! Yes. I call this the high angle belly to back, Super. (laughs) That's being generous, I call it death. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But still only two. Fez Press attempt once more, but this time is cantered into a stun gun. Oh. I mean, I like I like that reversal. Should be used more. From if, if Austin was doing that, like it should have been used more, and it would have made sense because that was Austin's original finisher was the stun gun.
2: I just think it's like it's quite a cool it's quite a cool thing to do. It doesn't require too much because it's just the thing of like well instead of running into them, you know, like you
0: try and catch them and then like fall back exactly. Exactly. The crowd the crowd are un- coming unglued at this point now. Jumbo landing a massive drop kick to Tenryu. And this leads me to my point about
2: Japanese dropkicks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> which is which is either they are worked perfection
0: or your head comes off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is the sort because... of like dropkick you imagined in your head when you were like doing like Stuff when you were pretending to wrestle at school, (laughs) or this is the stuff that, like, you picture in your head is so elegant, like Jumbo does, but in reality, you're it's just a flailing in the air. Yeah, you're
1: just you are just kind of like you're just like face planting.
0: Yes. So Jumbo, in an act of desperation, does a top rope-flying knee that sends Tenryu stumbling into the corner and nearly out of the ring in one of the most convincing cells I've ever seen. I don't even know if it was a cell. Because <laughs> I can imagine the man-mounted known as Jumbo Saruta flying in the air and colliding with you is bound to send you into the front row. At the very I mean, again, ima- imagine
2: having, imagine trying to meet a cement block in the air. That's pretty much what he's dealing with here. Yes, yeah. uh, Just the 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 drop kick.
0: It's beautiful, beautiful. Jumbo goes to wind up for the for the flying knee into the corner, but last second, Tenryu manages to dodge and land a rope assisted uh, Inzaguri to Jumbo's neck. Gets him in the small package for a two point nine. Gosh, that was the that was storytelling. Storytelling. Tenryu manages to get up after that. Lariat's him for good measure. Goes for the power bomb, only to be counted into a pin from Jumbo for the two point seven five. such
1: it good shit. Such good shit it's there. Good shit. The
0: crowd's in a frenzy now as Jumbo, in another act of desperation, goes for goes to the top again. But Tenryu spots it, runs to the corner, but Jumbo manages to jump over <laughs> Tenryu yeah, and awesome. land a lariat. Jumbo goes for a belly to belly, but eats a judo takedown from Tenryu instead. Scoop slam, back elbow missed by Tenryu, and then Jumbo manages to get it. Oh, gets in a cravat and gets a two count in that position. Now it's it's chaps. I love a good cravat in wrestling. I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) Again, deeply missed. You
1: you you just saying that has just made me shockingly hungry. Like cravat sounds like a really good food.
2: (laughs) It sounds like a pastry.
1: Yeah, I
0: know. I want one. I want a, I want a Chris Hero cravat right now. No, wait, no. <laughs> Jumbo goes for the knee, but gets thrown front first into the ropes. Yeah, it, it's rough. <laughs> a lariat from Tenryu and an Inzaguri from him has Jumbo rocking yeah. and a power bomb. He gets it. One, two, 2.9. I mean, literally inches away from a free yeah, camp it's the such a good crowd goes nuts as they thought tenryu had finally had that had it but tenryu manages to grab jumbo goes for a second one struggles as t- as jumbo was fighting fighting to get out of this power bomb but tenryu manages to hit it and free we have a brand new triple crown champion as the budokan erupts in huge huge applause For the new ace of all Japan pro wrestling. Jumbo at the end extends his hand once more to Tenryu. But again, Tenryu refuses. As Jumbo leaves the ring, members of the revolution and Stan Hansen stand beside their brand new uh, leader and brand new triple crown champion as we end this event. To quote Joseph Montecilio, this match fucks. Yeah,
1: it really does
0: i think when you understand the historical context of the match it's rich and full really rich and full of emotion but i would i would argue even standalone it's an amazing example of king's road and i guess a great example of both jumbo and tenryu um Um, i don't know about about you two but i feel as this is i feel like this match is a a terrific introduction i think to king's road
1: yeah, I would definitely say so. I would definitely say. One thing that shocked me is that, apart from like, you know, like the only thing that really stood out to me was the lack of, was the, was the relative lack of like, you know, proper like grapple slam maneuvers. Mm, yeah. But what really got me was how modern it felt.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, isn't this like, this, just... this is the thing because so many wrestlers afterwards have been inspired by it. Yeah. That so much of the style kind of bleeds into what so many people are doing now i expect basically if they if they worked in the 2000s american indie scene <laughs> yeah yeah then yeah. chances are at some point they've done some kind of move which was inspired by something from all japan yeah i could
1: definitely see, you could definitely see the dna of this match radiating off of frankly, NXT. Basically, to be quite correct. basically,
0: you can see Samoa Joe watching this match and going, I need to be both of these men. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, but, um, well, yeah, what got me was just how big they are doing this mm. as well. You know, what also got me is that most, most shots, most like, um, matches of this ilk in a modern age are like an hour long yeah the, the pacing of this match is fascinating for me because it it's like that's the real difference is how relatively short it is
0: mm. it's uh it, like, it clocks in at about uh 30 minutes um i'm i'm i i mean you are right i mean today's if a match like that if it were to do today would probably be more like 45 to 45 minutes to an hour yeah
2: it's like, also funny knowing that the the Japanese scene right now is plagued by thirty minute matches. <laughs> really? Oh yeah, yeah. DDT the are pro- a massive
0: the, the, the pro- culprit the pro- of that.
2: The problem is, is that companies keep thinking if they make matches longer, that means they're more important. But the problem is, they don't make them any any more interesting. <laughs> I, I, I look, I love whereas Dorf- this <laughs> was whereas this is
0: designed to go thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah. I think any longer, and I think I think uh, I think. I think it would have tired the crowd out.
2: I don't know. I think with the way they paced it, they actually paced it quite well. Yeah, when exactly. You consider, when you consider I... for a 30 minute match, that's a title match. They also had two fairly decent rest segments. Mm. True, true. I, I don't like, see... even then that didn't get in the way though, because it felt like it had purpose.
1: Yeah. Plus, I don't see this. I don't see this crowd getting tired. This is this yeah. is a frenzied ass like.
0: Mind you, I'm wow. talking about a crowd full of salary men, so it, makes, yeah. it kind of makes sense they wouldn't be tired at this
1: point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're I just they're going for it.
0: I don't know if you heard it, but the absolute roar of mm-hmm. the Budokan—you can actually hear one woman losing her mind.
1: Oh, that woman is my f- is my favourite woman. Yes, that woman is. Oh, oh she's great. Funny. He was yeah, on
2: that...
0: hard cam side yes. <laughs>
1: yeah. whoever that woman is I hope she is doing well <laughs> oh man
0: upon seeing you win lost her goddamn mind and you love to and see it and that's the way it should be exactly you want that emotion from fans in professional wrestling again people <laughs> it's, it's, it's... meanwhile fans now will hear you get excited about a match and they call you a mark for like, like
2: <laughs> 55,000 times and think it means anything
0: so honest honest to goodness it's one of those matches that is a seminal piece of wrestling viewing if you want to go back and really kind of have a look at puro and all japan Um, i mean yeah it's like the thing we said which is this is a really good starting point
2: for getting into um i guess you say the king's road style I'd say it's a decent starting
0: point for Papuro in general. I think, but, you know, obviously there are other places I'd probably start people first. Exactly, exactly. I mean, for, for a good starting point, I think it's 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 a really good starting point because again, you don't really need to know the history of it to really enjoy it. I feel, but if you know going in what is what's led up to this match, I think you are rewarded even further. Like, just like with yeah. most things that you get, like most interests you uh, you get into at the beginning.
2: Yeah, no, I think this is a great starting point. Um, there's so much about it, which is so awesome. Like I said the pacing, the action, how they gradually ramp up and improve on it, like each time. But like, it's like one of the things I love about um, the Kings Road style. It's like, yeah, there's these, like you have like the the many horrific-looking backdrop mm. drivers. Yes, which are awesome.
0: <laughs> Is that the it's gremlin just, it's, part it, of it, our brains it, it, coming out there, Dad.
2: <laughs> yes, yes. But but, there's, but, it, but it's also just stuff like there's there's some really just cool moments that just like when you look at them, you're like, that's really cool to do because that, that makes quite a bit of sense. Because mm. I like the one where um, Tenryu goes to the top, tries to go high, Jumbo like ducks underneath mm. him, and then he just slaps him on the back. Yes. <laughs> he's just there like nah don't try that <laughs> um and just stuff like you know just like the spots where they do choose to just pull out like big lariats and stuff mm. it, it just has uh like i said like a sense of purpose and like a feeling to it mm. Mm. rather than just being like a thing of oh well you know we need to we need to get to the next point, and kind of, it's one of those things like what um, Joseph had said about like the the peak all Japan finishing stretch, whereas like it genuinely feels like anything could stop the match at that moment. Yeah. yeah. Just... So you just kind of in this suspense for like you know, upwards of like fifteen minutes or so, because think... you never quite know. And like the thing is, we look at stuff and we say, "Oh, that feels quite." If we started the match now, that would feel quite innovative, but stuff like going. For kind of like the backdrop, while they're still holding on for the power bomb and mm. then pinning off the bridge, I get the feeling, and then, and then that mm. not immediately in my head, I was like, "Yeah, I know I've watched this match before, so I don't know why I'm expecting them to do the bridge." Sport. Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. I feel that's a kind of his overall love of of the um, of of all Japan and King's Road and trying, and you know emulating and taking inspiration from it. I think that's the reason why a lot of people have also really gotten behind Eddie Kingston's running AEW so far.
2: But but that's the thing, though, because compared to everyone else, he's doing something that is very distinctly different. And obviously, there are some people that do not like it. I understand that completely, because not everyone likes this. Hmm. Because it's like one thing that I love with this match, and it's a thing we didn't really get to touch on. I love the fact that they make use of road breaks. Yes. Yeah they, it, yeah. they use it for everything from a one count to like just like being hit down with like a like a just a, like a like after a ball door or something mm-hmm. to then like okay, hit a really big move. And like I think it's a really cool moment when he's there and he's hit the power bomb, pin, one count, rope break. Yeah. Because like, also think about that. Like in match terms, you've just hit your finisher. Yeah, you think you're you think you're done with the match. One count. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah, it's like
2: it's so good, and it's <laughs> it's the thing that I feel like is so underappreciated in American wrestling. It's yeah, it's... It's,
1: yeah. I mean, one counts are like only only done for like you're getting squashed. Hmm. Instead of it being like, a, oh no, I've done a legit strategy to not end this early.
0: It's like wrestlers actually having spatial awareness around them, like, like all the time, and not when it's actually convenient for the pinfall. <laughs> yeah, but
2: that's that's because yeah. it? it's kind of a general thing that I often say about this, and I guess Japanese wrestling in general. There's a different sense of space.
1: Mm. Yeah.
2: So, because it's like. When they go through, when they go through the stretch of like move, pin, rope break, goes for another move, pin, rope break again, and it keeps going because you kind of get the feeling of like, well, is it that he's done enough that you think he doesn't need to matter, or is it that he's not paying attention? Yeah, but just the fact that they're aware of the sense of space is really, really good, and I, I really, really like
0: it. Yeah. Apps are
2: Basically, great. wrestlers that listen to this use rope breaks. Yeah, <laughs> yes.
0: They're rope there breaks for can a reason. in fact be cool. They are uh, there I've for a reason friend. and not just to bounce off of from an Irish whip. So fellas, um, uh, I. Yeah, why not? We give a rating for this one. I wasn't too sure whether to give a rating, uh, but you know, as we've done this, very similar to our usual kind of like pay per view reviews. Um, yeah, why not? We give it a rating. Uh, I think you know obviously which one mine's going to be. So I'll, I'll start with. Let's start with Dan, then you, ridden and then obviously me. <laughs> Sam, I want you to take a guess on what you believe that
2: the uh, my 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 rating is.
0: 4.999999 9, 9, 9, 9, 9 out of 5. <laughs> I mean,
2: you're basically close enough because <laughs> my answer is a 5. <laughs> 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 I, 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 I have a lot of love for this match just because it's it's a great kind of exemplification of the style. Mm-hmm. Uh, it certainly doesn't overstay its welcome. Nope. It brings a lot of really interesting ideas it brings in some interesting and very different approaches pretty much all the work is very crisp um and it's a good example of the kind of things that i personally like in wrestling great agreed raiden <laughs> Five, definitely five, five out of five for me.
0: Oh, yeah. hell yeah. We've, yeah, we've oh, done oh, it, yeah. Dan. We've converted yeah. <laughs> it. It's
1: like, I, well, I wouldn't say it's like, I wouldn't say it's perfect. It's definitely a five out of five. It's an extremely compelling match. That's what really that's what really interested me. A lot of the times it's like, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it's exciting. Mm. But I No, I can get that. You know what I mean? It's not like it's not like the big wham, bam, like, Stuff like you know, stuff where I gave six stars to um, to TLC2, where that was an absolute circuit delay spectacle with tables,
2: (laughs) yep,
1: or the or the end of the era match, which is another five out of five for me, which is just uh, which is just which is WWE working on its purest in in its purest best form.
2: I think the thing you might like, you were saying where it's not like necessarily exciting but like it's yeah. compelling it's a very kind of tense match
1: yeah it's an extremely tense thriller of a match and i really did appreciate watching it and and seeing and seeing just how hyped that crowd was. again the crowd really does mm, prop it to another level mm.
0: oh well guys it's no surprise it's really no surprise me being a pad fan yeah it's a it's a two no <laughs> it's five come on man it's an it's a very it's a oh, very yeah. important part of all japan's history and most people cite this as the true beginning of the golden age of all japan and indeed the king's road styles. so it does have its place in wrestling history and it does to this day it still lives up as a really good match Like, a really good match. And as you said, Riordan, it feels... It's how it's made to be felt so contemporary after all this time. Yeah. Yeah, love this match ever so much. So, that's pretty much it on this one. I really enjoyed this. And I'd definitely Mm -hmm. be up for doing, like, another episode like this again, where we we take an iconic match and really dissect it and talk about it. Mhm. I uh, definitely would love to do... Oh, man. Savage versus Steamboat at WrestleMania 3 is one we've got to do in the future.
2: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, we, can
0: we can do that. DDP versus Goldberg as well is something is one I would definitely want All to right, do. All right, let's not get ahead of ourselves. I'll say that only because it's day... 5,000 of Bret Hart hating Goldberg. <laughs> that early?
2: this is this is like a whole separate thing but there was um there was a tweet that came up where it was about um it was remember i sent you that tweet earlier about um the goldberg and haku yeah oh god yeah. yeah oh and it was like um and it was like there was like a comment underneath it that was like um well at least it's time for Brett to be done that. Someone else replied and was like, Brett's like, no, nah, you think I'm done hating right now?
0: <laughs> <laughs> he obviously, I was gonna say that clip sees him dump haku on his head and damn near nearly paralyzed Jimmy Hart. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I would love to do more of these. It's it was a—I re- I really, really enjoyed this. And I'd love to kind of do I mean, certainly if we're gonna do more of these, of course, we're gonna do absolute classics. Definitely doing Savage versus Steamboat from WrestleMania 3. Definitely want to do a few Austin matches as well from the Attitude Era, for sure. Uh, But also, I I find this is a really good and cool excuse to show Reardon some classic pro matches from All Japan, New Japan, All Japan women's Mm -hmm. as well. Gives me an excuse. Gives us an excuse to kind of finally start converting Reardon to Japanese (laughs) wrestling. <laughs> look we got him to say five out of five for an all japan match we are we are nine tenths of the way there uh dan it's all right give it time, <laughs> give it time. it's the slow burn anyway our next episode really looking forward to this one for a whole bunch of reasons as we are going to do a faction retrospective on the faction the faction that dominated the nwa and subsequently wcw yes i of course am talking about the no limit soldiers no um sorry i meant the four horsemen oh those guys those guys yeah yes we are talking about the iconic stable known as the four horsemen and well mostly you're going to shine a spotlight on the original four horsemen as well as briefly touch upon the the several incarnations of the group as well and talking <laughs> yeah. about how Paul Roma is the most un- underrated member of the Four Horsemen. Actually, no, I say that. I say Mon- Mon- Mongo is probably the most underrated member of the Four Horsemen. I'm, I'm not letting you get out of that,
2: uh, of that episode of uh-huh. uh, the
0: Four Horsemen without making you talk about every single iteration of the Horsemen.
2: <laughs>
1: yes. Oh, here we go. Here we go.
0: Are you going to make me do a quick fire list like we did with the AWO? Yeah. yeah, we yes. got to
1: do it again. God we done. gotta do it again
0: fair enough alright in that case then look forward to that as Arn Anderson excitedly pulls out his Glock uh, <laughs> pull out the Glock <laughs> still one of my favourite promos in AEW history but until that episode until next time I have been Sam this has been Dan and Reading, and you've been listening to the Sweet Web podcast we will see you as always on the next one bye everybody bye THE FOREST METAL, WHOO!